everybody, welcome back to Linux Cast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Tyler. Alright, so, Tyler, this is different. I can actually, there's like, quality here. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, if you're watching the video version of the podcast, whether you're watching the live stream, if you're watching live, we do record this live every Thursday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, or around thereabouts, we're always late. Like, we're always late. And, and then we usually bullshit for like, a half an hour so we do record live so if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel youtube.com slash linuxcast we do this record this live but if you're watching the video that comes out you know a day later you'll notice that the quality has changed just a bit no green flashes anywhere to be seen it's gonna it's so good uh and all we had to do was stop using discord and use jitsi <laughs> yep. that's all we had to do um yep. just that free and open source software fantastic yeah it's it's good um yeah, it's it's really good. We'll talk more about it when you do your pick, cause but it's it's good. Anyways, Tyler, my friend, yes. what have you been doing on Linux this week? Uh, quite a freaking bit. Um, for anybody who keeps up with um like my dot files, which I don't know that there's anybody out there that does, but um I've updated my dot files heavily. Um, I am in the midst of adding um like a proper table of uh what key bindings i use and all that type of stuff um but i actually have updated it with what i use on my system why i use it um and also because i now have like rounded corners animations all that stuff through the custom pycom i i link to that as well so just in case anybody wants it i've updated that and then i have also put my computer into a cardboard box which is awesome um i've i've literally like this i know it sounds completely stupid and it is stupid like i have a computer case that i could use but i've always wanted to see if i could put a computer in a small cardboard box and make it look just like an old shipping box that you wouldn't think anything of maybe even a shoe box um, which I don't have any of those, but that's besides the point. Um, <clears throat> and I've actually done it. Um, I, I like the thing is, is I, the reason I wanted to do it was mainly because I, I like the idea of sleeper PCs, like the idea of having a very powerful computer that no one really would look at or notice even as a computer. And um, I've actually done it and i can also tell people if you've ever wanted to make a computer in a cardboard box um one of my worries was structural like integrity like picking up the box and then just having everything move and like destroy each other actually there's a reason we ship stuff in this shit um it's pretty stable and i can pick everything up just fine and i've also discovered that securing computer components inside of a box with velcro is surprisingly effective my psu motherboard hard drive everything in this in this thing is velcroed into place gorgeous it's it's awesome uh so yeah i can just He's gonna he's just, gonna he's gonna show us like there's a if that keep yes. cardboard box back there that you guys are seeing on video right now, that's yeah. his computer. <laughs> right back here, this thing, and you can only tell that it's a computer by the one back side back here that has uh 
a power cord and, you know, all the cords running out of it. I can honestly tell you that I've never had the interest of putting my computer, my $1,000 computer, in a cardboard box. (laughs) Well, I I will say it is remarkably fun. It is a really fun and easy, uh, like, I don't know, hobby? I, I don't know. Like... Now, it, it, it's a very interesting task. I'd be perfectly to happy do. to do it with someone else's computer, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not my own. <laughs> it's just not anything I would be interested in doing, but it sounds like a cool project. Um, it's it, it feels like, you know those computer cases that are like basically just test benches, but they're they have the motherboard like bottom where you put the motherboard and stuff, everything connects to that, and then the outside of it is just like a open like there's nothing else there it's just it's just a tray you hang it on the wall <laughs> like mm-hmm. okay those always look cool like you see those on the, like those youtube channels that do setup videos those always look really cool and then i think about you know i live on a dirt road <laughs> and anybody who knows who if you have ever lived on a dirt road before dust is a thing that like literally you can go through and polish everything in your house and make it shiny and within an like a half an hour, the dust is back. Dust. Especially yep. in the summer when like it's dry and it's not you know like snowy or whatever. Not so bad in the winter. It's you still get dust in the winter. Don't think you don't. But it's not in the in the summer. Like the the dust just I mean literally it falls into your house like snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily I don't have that issue. But I mean I do have to dust it out because there's obviously no dust. You know collectors or anything yeah. dust filters so, i could never do one of those open box uh, open cases as, as, as cool as they look no. y'all, y'all talk about firewalls yet no we <laughs> we just got started man we're, we're no. a ways away from that we, <laughs> and you must be <laughs> well, welcome to this welcome to the don't Linux, worry welcome we'll get the into it Ta- uh ram jam wants to know uh, what your thermals are like in your uh the thermals are exactly uh the same as um they were in the um i have a like the old computer i was using or case was a is one of those cheap rosewell ones like if you search like rosewell case and you find like a 30 dollar one with a blue front power button that's the one i had um it's pretty popular for people who want to cheap cheap out on computer cases like a lot that that's what you go with um and so that's what i was using uh the the thermals in this box are technically technically better um even though i have if i tested it with prime 95 or the equivalent of prime 95 um i guarantee you the thermals would be better but from my from what i've done right now which is just you know, playing games and stuff. It's the same. Like the CPU temperature is exactly the same. It's it's hovers around 68 degrees with a decent load on it, um, and then it'll drop down a few degrees. Like my room here is not. My computers will never go below like 62 degrees C somewhere around there. So it's pretty much the same. It's Glowsec has the same uh, worry that I have is that your cardboard box will catch on fire. Um, and burn down, burn down your house. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a reasonable worry, but the motherboard again is mounted with Velcro, uh, underneath the screw holes. So all the screw holes that would normally have like a standoff underneath them, there's 
some like there's Velcro underneath there. So the motherboard is lifted off of the cardboard box anyway. And surprisingly enough, there is uh, like I, so at the back here, right above the CPU fan, there is a, um, uh, a, a fan like mounted blowing out. And uh, at the very top, I have it like if you can look, I was showing Matt before we started, but you can kind of see this, this is folded over here. Um, if you've ever known people who like fold up their boxes, like you take one lip, fold mm-hmm. it over, fold the other one, and then you put the other one underneath there. Um, so since I've got it folded like that, there is a, a gap that I can fit literally three. Oh my gosh. If I could make this thing, good Lord, there we go. No, you still can't see it, but there's like a, I can put three fingers back here in this hole. There's a hole right in the middle of this box here. I can stick my fingers through there and I can feel the air coming through quite a bit. So there's, there's some pretty decent airflow in this thing. So overheating and catching on fire, it's not a, not really a problem uh, again. Cause I'm also not going to be pushing the shit out of this thing. I'm not, not going to be doing anything crazy. Um, even when I compile on Gen 2, I don't use all the cores. So I was, I was going to say when you compile stuff, go stuff tends to get hotter. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I've I've put it under a gaming load already, and uh, for an hour. The thing no the problem. thing was with gaming is, is gaming is going to tax your GPU, not your CPU, right? So. Well, I'm I've taken the GPU oh, like the right. dedicated you're, you're GPU right here. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if if there was going to be any overheating issues, any fire hazard problems, I'd already know. Um, and again, because it's mounted with a Velcro, I can easily remove the motherboard. And check underneath it to see whether or not it's getting hot enough to, you know, Scorch like the, send the cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, send something or whatever. I've, by the way, I've checked that. It's it's totally fine. All right. So, I believe you. All right. So, uh, for me personally, I've been so this is actually what I did two weeks ago. We didn't do a podcast last week. That was my fault. Uh, just life has been busy hey, AF. We are all fine with it because it's normally my fault. Okay. <laughs> feels good if you'd wait a minute i would have found a way to figure out how to blame you on it anyways <laughs> just <laughs> uh, anyways the, the, so some of the stuff i'm gonna be talking about is from two weeks ago but i went i've first of all i i've discovered that one of my filler words for all my videos is going through <laughs> so if you hear me say that I, i'm trying to stop that uh, but anyways i raced i3 into a girl box thing and i redid polybar and i learned a lot more about polybar that I didn't know uh, in terms of, especially in terms of padding and stuff. So that has been a lot of fun. And you can, if you're a member of my discord server, you can see pictures of my rice right now. And I'm going to be streaming Sunday night where I'm going to go through and um, rice I three like five or six times. Cause I want different themes so I can switch back and forth between them. So that'd be Sunday mm-hmm. night. Um, But yeah, I've learned a lot about polybar. I thought I knew a lot, but I learned a lot more. Uh, I also have been... Uh, oh, I got my i3 configuration file down to 15 lines. <laughs> like 15 <laughs> lines, man. It's so good. Uh, I don't know why that impresses me so much, but it does. Like, It's the smallest i3 configuration file that anybody's ever seen. It's so <laughs> good. Because uh, uh, it turns out that there is an include functionality in the i3 spec, so you can actually include other files like you would in uh like c or python or whatever uh, you yeah. can you can include to another file so i've 
went through and organized all of the different parts of my i3 config into different files. Uh, and then at the beginning, it's just include this file, include that file, include that file. And then there's just a few other lines that have to be there, like setting the mod key and stuff uh, that yeah. are there. So that 15 lines long. Uh, I, again, don't know why that's impressive, but it is impressive for me. Uh, the, the other thing I've been doing is uh, messing around with Task Warrior. I've been wanting to do a video on Task Warrior for a while. And right now my to-do list is controlled by Todoist. And that is a proprietary piece of software. And it's really good. I really enjoy Todoist. Uh, it does a lot of good stuff. But I would like to move over to a free and open source alternative. And Task Warrior is the one that keeps getting recommended to me. So far, I'm not impressed with it. It's fine. Uh, I, I will say most of the, my problem with it is that you have to remember the flags that are, are used in the terminal in order to do certain things like add tasks, say tasks are done, so and so forth. And you got to remember all that stuff. And uh, it'd just be a matter of getting used to that stuff, but it's not necessarily something that I'm, I've gotten to yet. So we'll see how that goes. So those, those, that's the stuff I've been working on on Linux. I've also been... Uh, Today I'm going to be working on getting a Samba share set up because I recently switched from Endeavor to Arch Linux, best to Vanilla Arch, and all my stuff obviously got wiped out. So I have to go through and re uh, you know, set up all my Samba stuff so I can actually get to my files. Uh, something that I haven't done yet. I just haven't had a chance. So that's uh, that's for today. All right. So we got through the first section just fine so contact information which i don't actually have the the new contact information actually in this file so this is the old contact information uh but i think i remember everything so you can follow it on twitter at linuxcast you can subscribe to all of our stuff at linuxcast.org which is actually a website like it wasn't a, like a hoax two weeks ago or whenever it was, and we announced that there's actual website there, it's still actually there. It has been updated. Now, there's also blog posts there now. So I've been blogging a little bit. So if you are a, a Patreon subscriber, you get the blog posts a week early. And if you don't want to subscribe on Patreon, you can follow the blog on the website. Now, I have not managed to set up RSS feeds yet because it's literally just an HTML website. There's not a, like a blog feed or any of that stuff, so this is not a complicated thing. I don't know how to set up an RSS feed to it yet, but I will try to do that uh, eventually. Uh, you can contact us via email at email at thelinuxcast.org, and you can follow all of the other contact information stuff that we'd normally say here at thelinuxcast.org as well. Uh, follow Tyler at uh, youtube.com slash TylerOG. OG. Tyler, ah, why did I do that? I it was so good. It was so close. Yeah. Zany OG, that's what I meant. Tyler. Hey, look, I've I've changed that bullshit like three times anyway, so I can't even blame you. I'm just right? saying I'm just saying you. you should own Tyler.com. I'm just <laughs> I have uh by the way, I have looked into that. Um the price for that domain is stupid. Okay. It is not affordable. The worst thing you can do is own a do domain and then let it go. I'm just yep. going to put this out there. So I owned, at one point, the LinuxCast.com. Like, I owned it. And then Ricky and I stopped doing the podcast for like a year and a half. So I was like, you know, we're probably never going to come back to this. And nobody's listening to the, the episodes anyways. At that point, that was true. I was looking like five views of an ep or uh, listens an episode. So I let the domain go away. Like, I stopped renewing it. 
when I came back in 2020 and found that, or that fuck, people are actually listening to this, so I just better do something with it. I went to get the domain back, and Hover wants $900 yep. for the domain that I created. <laughs> yep. No, see, it's the same thing. So, what is today, the 10th? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have until tomorrow to, like, I have to renew my domain, zany.org. Uh, for my Gemini capsule, by the way, I actually have a Gemini capsule. Uh, you can check that out. Um, it's like a website, but better because the web's shit. Um, but anyway, um, I went, I have to renew it by tomorrow. And now when I first purchased a year of this domain, I considered getting it forever because it was about $120 to get it for lifetime. Like I'll never have to renew the domain again. I didn't do that. I went with a cheap option and just paid for a year. Now for me to renew my domain, uh, it went from like, I believe it was like five bucks to get the domain originally. Now it's $35 for a year. It's $65 for two years and $420 for a lifetime of the domain. I use Hover and it's $15 a year and it's pretty much always been $15 a year. I would murder a donkey for a lifetime option. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just, uh, they don't have it, obviously. I mean, f- why would they? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. give us $15 a year. Forever is going to be way more than spending $150 for, for whatever. But yeah. I would love an, a lifetime option because there's certain domains that I'm just always going to want now because I'm always going to want the LinuxCast.org. Uh, I have the his, the history uh, one that I'm going to hopefully someday quit my job and create my own history stuff. I have the domain for that all set up, so I renew that every year, even though I do absolutely nothing with it right now. Uh, I have the one for the DistroWatch, uh, the DistroWatch replacement that I really want to do. It's called DistroDB. I own DistroDB.com, <laughs> and it's like it's a really cool domain, but I haven't done anything with it yet. But I want to renew it because I don't. If I do decide I'm actually going to go through with that project. You know, I want to keep the domain. If I, mm. I know I will regret the fact that if I let that go and, and then decide to do the project, I'll have to buy the damn domain. Yep. I'm not able to get Tyler YouTube channel. Can anybody help? It's uh, youtube.com slash zanyog. And that's with a capital Z and a capital zero G or uh, OG. Tyler, can you put that in the chat? For yes, me? no problem. I can't do um, it. OBS doesn't let me actually type things. So... Uh, I'm going to put it in here. Uh, it's zany OG spelled just like that. Um, I'm not going to do the full YouTube link cause then it'll get blocked, but just do youtube.com slash like, mo- zany OG. Are you not a moderator? You're not a moderator. So it would actually block you. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I want to make this I, I, perfectly I, clear. I, Someone else is a moderator on my channel, but you know, that's besides <laughs> the point. I I don't know you. I, you could do anything. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't know you. I just do a podcast with you. Come on, man. <laughs> if I had Firefox open and I could actually, you know, go in and change that, I'd give you moderated stats right now, but I can't actually do that. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Uh, to uh, 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 I'm gonna butcher your name, your username, Aji, in chat. Uh, j- just so you know, it's YouTube.com because I am a dipshit. I forgot this. It's YouTube.com/c/zanyog for channel. Yeah, you don't um, actually need the C. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. Okay. You learn something new every day. 
right. Yep. Uh, um, domain name ownership is addictive because especially if you're like the entrepreneurial type and you go through and uh, have ideas all the time like, oh, this is the next big thing. I'm going to become Elon Musk. I'm going to go buy the domain name because that's the first step to, to success is buying the no, domain name, right? Yeah. And then that domain name just sits there in languages forever and ever and ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like that's the thing. Like the the sad thing about domain names is like when it comes to buying domains like as an investment, you see people buying like dumb domains like xyz.com and you're like – it sold for $30,000. May just maybe I should start buying and reselling domains. Like, <laughs> and you like you have an idea, you probably should buy the domain for it. Especially if you have if you find out that it has like a unique you, know, you you come up with a name and it has the unique thing and the domains available, you buy that domain. Yep. Even if it costs you 15 or 20 dollars a year. Because especially even if you don't ever do anything about it, maybe someday someone else has the same idea as you, like uh, mm. Disney or, or Nike or Apple has the same idea as you and they want that domain. They could come, hey, you want to, I'll give you that domain for, you know, a hundred grand, whatever. You're like, oh. <laughs> You're like, well, in that case, I mean, hey, it's worth my while. <laughs> it's paid for the host. It paid for the, the domain registry. <laughs> True. All, right. All right. Moving on to the news. Tyler. Every week, you and I, we scour the interwebs for the breaking news. And it's obvious that people have come here for the news because there are no other sources of, of news on the entire internet. And we're the most timely of things, always. We always break into the, to the your regularly scheduled programming to bring you yep. the most latest news. So, Tyler, what have you found for us this week? Well, fresh off the press right here. Uh, I hope everyone knows that Mesa 22 is out, and uh, it's it brings a, a lot of improvement for gaming. Um, you get like, I mean, you can read into the article. It fix it. There's a lot of things that it fixes and adds support for. Um, particularly, I, I hope everyone like keeps us in mind. It adds direct uh, or DirectX 3D 12, so DirectX 12 support, uh, or OpenGL ES 3.1 support, um, which is big. Uh, and you can also, through this article, there is an entire paragraph. It starts with games like, and it just goes through, and these are all the different games that you can see a noticeable improvement in because of this. And this even includes... Apps like Battle.net, Firefox, MPV, Steam, all of these are going or should perform much better on your systems with this new update, which is awesome. Mm. And now this is completely not relating to this news article, but it is a piece of news with NVIDIA getting hacked and like, you know, blackmailed into uh into doing, I don't know, a nice thing and opening up their drivers for open source. Who knows? We might not have an absolute utter garbage open source NVIDIA driver here before too long. All right. So let's just talk about that for a second. There's absolutely no way in hell that NVIDIA actually open sources their driver. Oh no, 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 no there's no, no way no. that actually happens. There, no. the, well, not because of this. My, my kind of hope is that just the PR shit storm they get, because of this 
maybe six months from now we get an open source driver. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that happens. The the thing that might help is that because that information is out there, the people who develop the new the new nouveau nouveau or whatever the hell it's called, the, the open source driver that you know nobody should actually use. Maybe yeah. they can go through that and get some ideas. Now they could never actually use that code because it would be you know trademark infringement but if they could get ideas on how stuff worked maybe they can make the open source version of the the driver that does exist better that'd be cool oh yeah Um, oh well i mean like even though you can't use the code directly reverse engineering the code now that you have it 10 times easier 10 times easier also maybe i mean because AMD is not opposed to reverse engineering that stuff, so maybe they could take no. them and make make their open source stuff better. That'd be cool as well. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, see, like that's kind of what I mean. Like you're you're killing my dreams here, but like what I mean is I'm hoping that the PR shitstorm of just stuff happening around them because of this leak forces them to be like, hey, maybe just maybe create an open source driver. Not a bad idea. No, not going to happen. If anything, what's going to happen is because they're the most petty company in the world, they'll decide that, you want to know what? Maybe the Linux community doesn't need a driver at all. Fuck you guys. You know, oh we're going to take God. it right off from Linux altogether. And you guys won't have a proprietary driver. If you don't if you don't want our proprietary stuff, we don't give you one at all. Fuck y'all. You know, that's more. I find that more likely. Man. I know I'm I'm Debbie Look, Downer. I can't help it. It's not that you're a Debbie Downer. It's just, you know, I I guess I'm just naive and would like to believe that Nvidia is not that dickish of a company. Oh, but they are. They but are. they are. <laughs> yeah. Like we know they are. <laughs> yeah. Like as big of a dick as Microsoft has been over the last thirty years, Nvidia has always felt like a bigger dick to me. Like it just yeah. always feels like that. I don't know really why I feel that way, but it definitely feels that way. Well, um, Nvidia's like in, Nvidia's the schoolyard bully who just doesn't get caught. Like you know, there's the there's the other one who's just blatantly a bully, always gets caught. That'd be Microsoft. Yeah, but like, then like, then there's Nvidia. Mi- Microsoft's the bully, it. and everybody knows they're the bully. There's the, they're the they're the bully that the teachers know about, but can't stop yeah. because their daddy's the really rich rich daddy that gives the money to the school. Uh, Nvidia is the one that doesn't get caught ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we've dragged this metaphor as probably as far along as it possibly could be. Um. Anyways, so yeah, so moving on. To, so I've already that Mesa thing. The thing with the Steam Deck stuff is that we're gonna be seeing more and more updates like this that change like all everything about gaming probably weekly for like the, the next year because. Companies now that the Steam Deck has proven to be such a success, and people are still really interested in it, they're gonna be working on this software more and more. Um, like Google mm-hmm. itself now has decided that they're going to create a uh, an option to run games on Linux similar to Proton. They're gonna do their own version of that. And no. while I don't really necessarily think that you know forking something, they're not forking it, but they're creating something new. But what I mean is. Um, making something new that does exactly the same thing something that else exists. <laughs> I don't think that that's always the best thing. I still think that there are companies out there that would trust Google uh, more to, and use their software because of that trust. So th- maybe things like Epic or whatever, because like Epic and Google don't really compete, whereas Epic and, and uh, Steam, they're direct competitors. So there's a reason why mm. Epic, every time they try to use a Steam product, they're 
they feel icky. Maybe yeah. they'll be more interested in this new Google thing, uh, and which could possibly lead to uh, more games coming to Linux if other game developers who don't want to work with Steam could uh, use that instead of Proton. Uh, now, whether or not that ever actually comes to being, this is Google we're talking about. They could work on it for the next 10 years, then decide to cancel it. That's, I mean, let's just talk about Stadia for a second. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Seriously, we all knew when Stadia came out that they were going to do this. And, like, Stadia's on its death now. Like, we hear the oh, bells. Ring. If you if you're using Stadia and you truly believe it's not dead, you're delusional. Yeah, don't, like, like we told you at the beginning. I think we said said it on this podcast. Don't buy games through Stadia. Just don't do it. Yeah. Those things are going to be abandoned eventually because it's yeah. Google. Even successful products like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's exactly like the person who uses, like, DOS on one of their old computers to, like, play around with. And they're like, see, DOS is not dead. It's not a dead project. Like, no, you, just because you can still use it doesn't mean that it's alive and being developed. There's a big difference. Yeah. That's Stadia. And, and, and the thing is, I don't understand why why they're giving up on it. Like, I don't... Like, sure, it hasn't taken over the world, uh, but... At this point, well, it's Google. If it's not an extreme success, they kill it. Right. Like, that is hands down. Like Microsoft's still having their xCloud thing. I don't know anybody who uses it, but I'm sh- it's still there. Microsoft will keep it around for a long while before they cancel it. The NVIDIA, um, what, what's it called? The, the GeForce Now? Uh, that's supposedly really, really good. Um, I haven't used it yet, but I've, I've been thinking about it because there's... Like, in order to play some like Windows like Steam games or whatever, it seems like that might be a better option than Proton in some cases. I know HexDS, yeah. I know HexDSL likes it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So it works pretty well, pretty well. So I mean, there obviously there is some success to be had in that area. Why would you give up after like a year and a half? Sure, the launch for Stadia was just shit, but it's a Google yeah. thing. All of your launches are crap. Like, yeah. seriously, they've been doing the Pixel phones now for 15 years. Those phones are still terrible, and they're still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're good phones, but their launches are terrible. They yeah. don't, like, on paper, they don't try to sell them. And it always like, it always takes them about eight months for those phones to actually be stable. Like, this, this yeah. latest one, like, they'll get to the point where that phone is really, really good, but it takes eight months for them to get the software right, which is, yep. I mean, maybe hold off on the search engine stuff and focus some energy on your actual software stuff. But, the, the, but the, can the, we take a second to acknowledge the fact that Chrome and Google, well not Chrome, but Google is now going to be contributing to a fragmentation issue on Linux, which I hope everyone understands how ironic that is because we're talking about a company here who very much works with other industry companies that understand fragmentation is not a good thing. And they're like, how about we just, how about we just contribute to the problem just this once? See, the thing is, is that Android used to be fragmented AF. I'm, it used to be way worse. I mean, it still it still is, but it, no nobody. No, well, but Google's a company that understands that's a problem. Yeah. Like. Well, like this this the the hack that you the not the hack but the the vulnerability you covered in a video yesterday, that affects Android, and because the the the, the most used Android version is like seven, <laughs> like most of those people not going to get the fix that's going to cover that flaw. 
right? No. And that's the that's the problem with Android, and that's the problem that it always has. Very few people use Android 12, and it's not because they don't want to use Android 12, it's because it's all controlled. You gotta by be the... using the newest shit, bro. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're 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 shit out of luck. I don't I don't understand that about about like Google as a company. Like you you understand fully just how bad fragmentation is because you have to deal with it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. How on God's green earth are you the company that's like, oh, we don't have enough problems to deal with around here. Let's fix that issue. Let's let's go ahead and do more work. Well, they decided what? to create a new operating system called Fuchsia. And they're like, well, this, this is definitely going to fix it. Um, well, I mean, we're talking about a company here that kills projects if they're not hyper successful. Why? Like, why would you want to do something that's already being done? Like, I love Google. <laughs> yes. Said no one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, my piece of news this week. I uh, chose this one. This was actually the one that I chose for last week. So the Steam Deck is here, and the reviews are have been mostly good. The only negative thing about the hardware that I've heard is that the fans are really loud. And I'm guessing that that's something that they can fix in, in software. Those fan curves can probably be changed. Because a lot of the like the temperature stuff that they the the thermals and stuff that people have tested, they said the f- thermals are fine. That there's no reason for those fans to be running all the time. So no. I'm assuming that the, the the fan curves can be fixed. The surprising thing that has the thing that has surprised me the most about this launch is that I expected there to be. Uh, for this thing to go out to the normal reviews places like you know the Verge and you know Ars Technica, not I mean really Ars Technica, but the Verge and Gadget and those sites like that, they review the thing and and their number one complaint would be, well, it doesn't play any games. Uh, sure, it has 400 games that are for it, and it ha- that's more than any console has ever been launched. It has more games available for it at launch than any console has ever existed. Uh, but I almost was 100% sure, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, that when the reviews came out, there'd still be people out there who would say, well, it doesn't play this game, therefore it sucks. It's bad. No. Um, I have not seen that. Most people seem to be very happy with the games that are there. Yeah, don't knock over your desk there. Your computer's in a cardboard box. May have, may have <laughs> swung my chair around. On accident. Whoops. <laughs> Anyways, I had not seen that kind of criticism. Most people seem to be very happy with the games that are available and are almost universally optimistic that as time goes on, there will be more games that are available for it. Um, no. I, I've been highly impressed with with people's acceptance of that. Even people who have no interest whatsoever in Linux. Now, there have been critiques over the SteamOS itself. Like, it feels incomplete, but this is Valve we're talking about. Their software is yeah. always incomplete. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you want to wait 15 years for the game to come out. Yeah. 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 They feel like they're perfectionists. Like, they're always tweaking stuff. And I think that eventually the SteamOS thing will get there uh, and be a lot better. That's why I'm kind of really glad that my Steam Deck won't be here until later in the year. Same. So. Now, can we just go ahead and, and, and talk about this for just a quick second? Um, isn't it nice to be talking about a company and their problem be the fact that they're fucking, like, they're nitpicky and perfectionist about stuff? 
it's just a nice problem to have. You know, yeah. in this day and age, most companies don't care. Well, that's the thing that really surprised me the most. Is like Usually, when these review places get something and it feels incomplete, they blambast it for being incomplete. Like, when Apple sends out, uh, has a new feature for their iPhone that developers have to support, and the support there just isn't there yet. Like, it's going to take months and months. Like, when the App Store first came out, uh, or w- when they made a change to the App Store, it took, so, took a while for the developers to, you know, support that feature. The review sites almost universally say, well, you know, it's good, and it's going to be way better in the future, but it's not there yet, you know? I didn't really hear that with the Steam Deck stuff. Like, they had criti- critiques for the software, but almost everybody was like, yes... Eventually, this thing will get way better. But also, it's $400 and is a com- fucking computer, you know? Like, yeah. like you can hook this up to a monitor and have a computer. And I've heard that the monitor, the, the actual computer support, like if hooking it up hasn't been all that great. But again, I expect that to be better. Soon. Well, it's multi-monitor support on Linux. Right. That's that's literally what it comes down to. Of course, it's not perfect. Uh, I, I my biggest complaint from the things that I've seen is that the lack of I.O., like it has one USB-C C port. No. Like, well, but I'm going to go ahead and I'll defend it here. You literally should, like, if you're going to purchase this console, you should already know that you either need a USB-C hub or you should be buying one for it. Mm-hmm. Because it's 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 one of those things where if you buy any other console, you're going to spend like 60 bucks on a on a game, uh, 50 bucks on an extra controller, no matter what. Essentially count your USB dock as the extra controller that you buy with your console, no matter what. Because you, it's not it's not just that you need it, but if you want to get exp- a massive amount of expanded functionality out of it, you're going to buy it anyway. So 50 extra bucks to get a nice USB-C dock to do everything that you want to do. I don't want I don't a think dongle hanging off my console, though, is my problem. Well, you sh- well, but then also at the same time, you, you're you not going to be using your console like that all the I time. I also anyway. don't want two cords hanging into my console all the time either, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, you're, again, you're not you're not meant to have that thing plugged in all the time anyway. Yeah. I've heard the battery so. life's not that great, but you, still, you'd only have the one cable plugged in. So it uh, man, I, 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 come on. Well, let's argue about that for a second. The battery life's not great. Dog, when you're playing Apex Legends on a handheld device, of course the battery life's not going to be great. I know. Right? Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying that it could be better. I'm, just, I'm not saying that it was not unexpected. I mean, like we expected it yeah. to be what it is. Like, like there's that football coach. We, they, we are who we thought we were. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is what we thought it was going to be. But it would have been cool to see it exceed expectations just a little bit, um, but it didn't in terms of battery life. Um, but also, four hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> it's four hundred dollars, and I don't know if anybody. I mean, everybody else seems to be living under a rock. But uh, hello, inflation. <laughs> like that gas is six thousand dollars a gallon. <laughs> Dude, it's it it is five dollars out here where I am. That is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It went just went over four like forty here, and uh, and that's that is absolutely insane. And it was like if you have a diesel 
Like a pickup. Oh my god. You're, like, you're so screwed. Just, just die right now. You're not yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> just sit, like, just You can't afford it. Thing. Either that or go yeah. go to the bank, get yourself a mortgage, now get you a, a tank of gas. Yeah. <laughs> this is... I, I, obviously, this is going to be a problem for a while because uh, Putin is a horrible person and obviously we shouldn't... Mm-hmm. Um, we don't I like that. the fact that now, like, if you say, like, no, no, like, Putin's not that bad of a guy, you're just, like, you are, you are alone in the world, like. There was, there's two people in the world that do that. There's, there's, there's the, there's a Republican who's running for, all, uh, like, a, the Senate or something here in Michigan, uh, who, who said, um, yeah, well, Putin's just going after Ukraine because Ukraine's a horrible place or so, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, he, he said that simultaneously while the, while Russia bombed, like, a, a maternity ward. Like, oh, yeah, we were definitely should be defending the Russians. Uh, and then the other one is Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Like, oh, it's definitely America's fault. It's all America's fault. Uh, just because he doesn't, like, you know, Biden or whatever. I, I, I um, love it. It's we, just we, it's we, so bad. We have gone off the fucking rails. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> but... When you start talking about prices, these days, when we start talking about, like, buying a computer part, like, when the Steam Deck was announced, it was a good thing to buy, and it was a good price even then, uh, because, you know, even if it was, it turned out to be, like, a a failure or whatever, $400 for a Hardware-wise, you got a great deal. It was a good, and that was a year ago when it was announced. Nowadays, $400... Is like what eight hundred dollars would have been then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, you know inflation, but it's just nuts. Yep. Anyways, um, <laughs> we've got to move on to the freaking main topic. <laughs> we can't talk about gas prices. It's just it's just depressing, and it would make everybody uh-huh. really really upset and depressed. Because sorry, folks, <laughs> it's just gonna be bad. Anyways, yeah. the main topic: Should you use a firewall in this day and age? So Tyler. Your answer to this question and your thoughts on it. Um, yes, you should. And I don't know that there's many people who would advise you to not use a firewall. Um, let's just go ahead and say, uh, if you don't use a firewall in this day and age, it's only because you just didn't install it. Like it's, it's not because they're hard to set up, hard to use. Um, I mean, sure, there, there might, there, I, I guarantee there are some firewall solutions out there that are just terribly difficult to get set up. But as far as I know, those are not the ones that anybody's using. Like, UFW has uncomplicated right in the title. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's uh, UFW using UFW is exactly as it would sound uncomplicated. You just, I mean, it's very simple and straightforward. Most like. UFW is a good example of a program that understands that like flags and the way in which you use the program should just make sense. Like even if you if you're not familiar with how to use it, once you start learning how to use UFW, like you don't have to ask questions about what something in a command meant because it's pretty self-explanatory. Like that that's why I would say using a firewall in this day and age is should be a given. Um, like like I don't have a firewall on this system, but it's because it's pretty new Arch install, like pretty new. It would take me about five minutes to get it set up. And also since I'm about to hop anyway, I'm not going to do it, but like it, once you have a system set up, if you don't already have a firewall, 
installed. Like there's no reason to not go and do it. It's not complicated and you definitely should have it. it the common thing that I hear is like, uh, well, you know, you need it because X, Y, and Z might happen to you. And I, I'll disagree with that. Like there's, there's not really a big chance of you. Again, most people are not really prime targets for that stuff. Like right. hackers just have not. other targets that are much more exactly. uh, uh, lucrative than your, Ex- than your computer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean a hacker coming after me, like even if they steal all my information, I've got like 40 bucks to my name, doc. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. You're not getting away with the, much, the individual so. attacks that happen is going to have to do more with malware and ransomware. And yeah. that's all that, that all happens because you clicked on a link. Like seriously, yeah. never, ever, ever, ever click on a link that you don't know exactly where it goes to. Yeah. Like it, it, and also, can we just be honest? Don't fucking install scripts and run scripts willy nilly. Right. Like, just please don't. Like, like, that's the only way on Linux you're gonna have problems. Right. I, I'll go back to what I just said. Just don't. Be very careful what you click, especially. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Especially if you use Discord. If you use Discord, don't click on a link. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unless you like, you know, no, no. Even if you know the person who's sending you the link, like you're friends with them, like Tyler sent me a link and I didn't know he was sending me a link. Like if it just came out of the blue, I wouldn't click mm-hmm. on the link because I would assume that his account got hacked because that happens all the time on Discord. Yeah. Like I read all of your links that you send me, like the Jitsi link that you saw me read it out completely because yeah. like it's important. Like, like, I will click on a link. Like, if Tyler says, hey, Matt, I'm sending you the audio. I know that link is coming. I can, I will then click on it. Like, I know that that's you and you sent that to me. But if, if like, t- three days from now, you and I aren't talking, like, like, not like we're mad at each other, but we're just going about our days. And I, all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, get a random text message from Tyler giving me a link. I'm not clicking on it because I didn't know that it was coming. Okay? And that, that's the thing, especially on Discord... People get their accounts hacked all the time. Now, most of the time, those links are going to lead you to fake Nitro things, where they try to get you to sign up for Nitro when it's not really signing up for Nitro. They're stealing your credit card. Uh, first of all, Nitro is a fucking scam anyway, so don't sign up exactly. for Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> like, Even if you're getting it directly from Discord, it is a complete scam. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just not good. But just don't don't click on links. But a firewall is not going to help you with that. That That's all to do with willpower and intelligence, okay? In, in this day and age... Don't click on links. Well, actually, hold on. I'll, I'll disagree there. It's not intelligence. It's that Ty Lopez knowledge, dog. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't mean you're not intelligent. Well, it's, like, yeah, it's not intelligence. It's it's yeah. It's, it is knowledge. It's, it's it's the no of not. Hey, don't do this. But you want to know what? My mother's 80 years old. She knows it. Okay. She and she she learned it when she first started on a computer. Because Oh man, when she, we first got her into a computer, she was very resistant to get. Like we bought her a laptop, it sat in the box for eight months. She didn't want to awesome. get on get on it, right? When we finally did get her onto the internet and on the on her computer, and she signed up for an email address and started doing stuff on like Yahoo Answers or stuff like whatever. <laughs> like she started getting these emails saying, "Hey, you won a five hundred dollar gift card to Target or a five hundred dollar laptop or whatever." 
and she'd show them to me like Matt how do I sign up for this like mom those are scams and she was so upset with me like how dare you take away I, I won this oh like, yeah I won oh, yeah. this money and you're taking it away from me like how dare you like she was yeah. very upset with me but I mean now she's learned her lesson because she, she watches Dr. Phil I mean we talk about this all the time and Dr. Phil has these like the the women who get um like uh, what, what's it called uh, um catfished when they get fat catfished by someone over in nigeria or whatever um yeah. you know so <laughs> uh, my grandma was the same way like why why won't you let me like they're trying to give me a thousand dollars like like it's free money why can't you just take it you know like no it's not for money like they may send you a thousand dollars but they'll require you to send them a hundred thousand dollars first you know or, or they'll send you that a thousand dollars you cash it it's a fraudulent check yeah. you're now not now out two grand <laughs> Like, yeah. Plus, plus you're on 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 the hook for check fraud and going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, the the whole link thing, but the, the the we did meander off the whole firewall thing. So my thought on to answer the the question, should you use a firewall, is exactly the same as your, yours, and it is yes. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this con about this topic isn't because I thought we'd have different answers. I wanted to rant about something. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. If you're going to rant, that's perfect. I have to pee again really quick. So start your rant, and I'll be right back. <laughs> He's really got to learn to go before we start the podcast. <laughs> this was a really good rant, and he's going to miss it. I, I, like, seriously? Doing a podcast by myself now. Like, he's not even here. Buddy? Hey, buddy. Come on, man. we got to do the podcast. <laughs> All right. So my rant. There are very few things that I think that Windows does better than Linux. Like, there's not a lot of things out there that I think that Windows is actually good at. For the most part, I think Linux is a, or Windows is a, a piece of utter garbage. The problem is, or the thing that, or excuse me, the one thing that Windows does do that is absolutely better than Linux is that it has a firewall installed by default. And I don't understand, in this day and age, why there's not a universal firewall that we all use, which we all, most people who use a firewall on Linux use UFW. They use it, or they use a front end for UFW if they're using GFW, GUFW or whatever it's called. UFW seems to be the one that we've all agreed upon should be the one that everybody uses. It's the most... It's uncomplicated. It's what they can, you know, it, it's just something that's easy to use. So why isn't it installed by default? Like, this is something that should be enabled by default out of the box on every single Linux distribution. There should be absolutely no exception to that. Every single Linux distribution should have UFW. Now, you should be able to uninstall it if you want to. Like, it shouldn't be something that is, like, tied into your... Uh, it shouldn't be like Snaps that is hard to uninstall on, on, on Ubuntu. Yes. Right? If you want to install it and not use it, that should be your choice. But by default, it should be installed and enabled. Or at least it should be like during install of your distro, it should say, hey, would you like to have a firewall enabled? Like a checkbox. Do that. And uh, have it checked by default. Most people are going to just leave it there. And bam, you've solved a lot of security problems for a lot of people who aren't interested in going into the terminal and setting up UFW or have never heard of UFW or don't know what GUFW is, you know, it, it should be something that is default. Now, 
Even if we don't use UFW, if, if there's something else. I don't even care if they're, if we do the traditional Linux thing and everybody creates their own firewall. You know, no. I, I, I wouldn't care. That. There should be a firewall enabled by default on every single Linux distribution. Windows does this. Like, Windows has a firewall enabled by default. Windows has... This is the one area where Windows has gotten something right. Like, mm-hmm. it has a firewall enabled by default, and... You know why they've done like Windows is a security nightmare, so they've had to take action to solve security problems, and that's the reason why there's a firewall on Linux or on Windows by default. Linux hasn't had those problems; they haven't had to go through because they're not popular enough for anybody to really give a crap about, you know, causing them problems. At least on the desktop, like in the in the server space, it's obviously different. But if you're running a server, you obviously know to run a firewall. You probably have a firewall built into your network. You probably well, run a most dedicated server, server distributions come with one. So. Right. the The point is on de- on desktop Linux, it should also come with a firewall by default. That was my rant. Which you, you know. I mean, I may have missed the first part of it, but um, nevertheless, I think I can can fully say I agree with all of it. Okay. Because there should be one. Glowsec asked me, "Do I use UFW on my machine?" Of course I do. <laughs> I mean, of course I do. It's the, one of the first things I install. It's, it's everyone who distro hops has that one little line of programs that you always copy and paste. No matter what distro you're using, you have that one line of programs that you install absolutely first. You update your system, and then you install these programs. Mine, mine are always if, if Firefox, if it's not there, Kden Live, Audacity, UFW, Crusader, and Rofi. Those are the things I always install. Those are like the five or six programs that are always there. And then there's a few more that have to go that I don't really remember right now. But the point is, UFW is one of them. So, yes. No. Of course I do. I mean, everybody should. And that and that's the point. Both Tyler and I have talked about this. Like, this is something that everybody should do. Everybody should have. Therefore, it should be something that is by default on Linux. No. Like, every single day. I mean, it doesn't have to be a specific one. It doesn't have to be UFW. But just, you should have one installed. Mm-hmm. Agree. Like if, and, if the, want, and the argument own, for having one installed is not that you're going to need it, but that it's so ridiculously simple and will and stops so many different potential threats that there is like it, it makes no sense not to have one installed. No sense. Steve, does Firefox or does Fedora actually have one enabled by default? I didn't know that. Uh, I, do, I don't I, think they have one enabled. I don't by think default. I, I get. Like I'm pretty sure I remember having to install UFW on my own and doing it myself, but yeah. um, maybe you're right. But the point as is, as far that, as I know, Fedora doesn't have one. Like, as far as, as far as I know, there's not a single Linux distro out there that does have one installed by default. No, I've never tried anything like Kali Linux or Black Arch or anything. Like maybe those do. Um, but I I know there's one popular one that has it installed or UFW installed by default. I can't remember what it is. I'm, I don't I don't think it's Elementary OS. I know it's one of those like very much for new users maybe zorin i I can't remember it's one of those ones but i i don't i don't i don't know if if there is i've never tried it um so that that's that's the thing like at the end of the day this is such an easy thing to do like i mean we say don't use ufw but everybody i mean i don't think that there's anybody out there that thinks ufw is bad right and I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there saying, well, they don't do it this way that I want to do it, and I'm going to create my own. But there'll be always be that person in the Linux community. 
But most people, I think, have settled on the fact that UFW is probably the best one. For, well, I mean, if not the best, the easiest. Well, like I, for sure. I don't even think it's a like. Honestly, I don't think I'm having a rational conversation some with someone if they tell me that UFW they is is not simple. Like, I, I we're if we're working off of the base that UFW is complicated or you don't like it because it does stuff in a more complicated or convoluted way than whatever you're using i i don't think we're having a rational conversation all right so we're being told in the chat that mint is the distro that has ufw enabled by default that's uh, again i know it's one of the very popular uh, new user it had to be mint right because i hate mint of course they're the ones that do something right yeah you have to acknowledge that they do some stuff right okay uh, I don't want to acknowledge that, but good job, Mint. I'm actually the, doing something. The, the that whole makes podcast sense. just cuts here. It, it just cuts to black. <laughs> this is the end. Like, like, oh, serious. All right, but it, the the point is, is that this this whole scenario it, it's such an easy step for people to take, but most people probably don't, especially new users, especially on like Ubuntu and Linux Mint and Zorn and stuff like that. Those those distros should absolutely definitely have this enabled by default. Yeah. Um, I mean, also too, the odds that a new user is going to do something that requires messing with a firewall at all is pretty low anyway. So yeah. I don't see a reason why not to. Right. And, and they're more, and they're more likely to get into situations where the firewall will protect them. Yeah. You know, if you're a, a, a you know, a very, experienced computer user you have more common sense and knowledge about what things to avoid uh, whereas a new computer user probably doesn't have that experience right so it, it's just i mean to a new user someone asking to connect to a port on your ip address they're like i mean hey they're they're offering me technical support so why not yeah and we're all we're going to do is put a whole bunch of money in your bank account yeah yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to help you get that $200 refund for that thing that you can't remember you bought. I mean, every, every time you hear those stories of people who get conned like that, you're thinking, well, how can you possibly be that gullible? I mean, how can you possibly be that way? But the thing is, is that there are people out there who just don't have that kind of knowledge to avoid. that. They, they don't have the cynicism that is I- embedded in every computer user that should be there. To know that there are bad people, just like there's bad people in the city and in this in the country and stuff like that, that will stab you and take your money, there are bad people online to do stuff to you, and some people just don't have that. Basically, what boils down to street smarts to know that there are bad people online that will take your money and ruin your identity and all this stuff, and it's just they think the best of everybody. You know, they they get on. Uh, you know, the, into the YouTube comments and just have great old conversations with people. They're all, everybody's my friend. Uh, and it's well, great. It's that, it's that old, it's that old statement, you know, like, um, uh, you, you end up, oh, good Lord. What, what was I going to say? Oh my God. Trust, but verify. Uh, no, um, uh, ignorance is bliss. Like, you know, when you don't know better, yeah, it, you're really happy and you think everyone's super nice and they only want the best for each other. Then you find out there's some real pieces of shit out there that you need to avoid. Just probably about a month ago or whatever, my mom got an email that looked exactly like an email from uh, like Amazon credit card service. Like she has an Amazon 
credit card or something like that, or used to, I don't even know. Um, and it looked exactly like what you get from Amazon, right? It had everything, like, and it didn't have, like, the normal stuff. Usually you get something like that, and it, you know it's a scam right away because they misspelled the word the, and, you know, it's you know, it's not, not a great, grammar was definitely not there. Uh, you know, they were absent that day in school, but the, this one looks legit, but the thing that, cause the way they get, get you is in, they create, they make their name look like the actual email address. Yep. Like, like it looks like a, you know, security at amazon.com or whatever. Like, Oh my God, this is exactly from Amazon. But do you actually look at the actual email address? It's like, it has a whole bunch of numbers and letters and it's at, you know, joeschmo.co.uk.com. Cockley or the whatever. ones that are the most evil are that like they're so close like they're like security at amazon dot like c o t or c o t m like they've got the weird like dot domains i'm like god like those are the ones that get me because my grand like my grandfather's gotten those and like they'll all they'll come close to getting me because they're yeah. they're so close to a real email that you'd get, and the email is completely accurate until those last three or four letters. Yeah. So, so whenever you look at someone who's been got conned, don't think them necessarily gullible just because they yeah. got conned. And it's just because it can literally happen to everybody because those things, those fucking criminals are freaking clever. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you get blocked by something, and and they just come up with something different. So. No. Um, I mean, that's why that, that's why I said it's not intelligence, because like that's that that's a big thing in the Linux space that I see that's like very common is assuming people should know something that, you know, like common knowledge to you is not common knowledge to everyone else. Like that's a big thing. Like the whole arch meme is kind of predicated on that. The, what makes the arch meme so popular is that's very common in the community. Like assuming that because I've used Arch for a while or e- even that I haven't used Arch, I've just recently gotten into it. If you start asking me questions about Arch, like you should have seen or had access or know the same information that I do because it's freely available and I found it. So why can't you find it? Yeah. Like that's really common. Yeah. It's, you're right. Cause you're, it's not intelligence. It's, it's, it's not even really knowledge. It's, it's, uh, awareness like you no. gotta have the knowledge to be aware that this stuff happens all the time so you have to be aware 100 percent of the time it's uh you're you said you were watching harry potter it's constant vigilance right yeah no, <laughs> no. you know it, it's always making sure that what you're clicking on is what you're supposed to be clicking on and, and you're always aware of what the url bar says at the top you make sure that no. what you're entering your information into is what you're supposed to be entering information to and not just being aware, but being very constantly looking at things for those little itsy bitsy differences that it's going to get you. Um, Actually, you know what? You saying that kind of made me think that's probably why, like, a lot of people think that nerds are very cynical. Like, when you're very into computers, like, very much into computers and the nerdy techie stuff, like, you do end up, you, you have, like, when you... Again, it's the ignorance is bliss. When you understand just how much shit is out there to get you and to like steal shit from you, you you become more cynical. Like it's hard not to. You 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 don't trust things like you would you you would otherwise. Yeah, it's it's definitely the reason why I know I've become more cynical because you just you see this stuff all the time, and some of it yes, yeah, some of it like those ladies on Doctor Phil, 
those people should not be so gullible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like, like there's some people that definitely should use common sense better. Like, or you know, like at all. Yeah. But some people just fell for scams that are easy to fall for, for anybody. Even if you are, you know, not a light or you're, you're very technologically knowledgeable, you can still fall for that stuff because you missed the fact that it's, it was dot, you know, org or dot com instead of dot com or whatever. Um, no. So it, it's one of those things. So like, that's the reason why, just to go back to the topic, taking the steps you need to, in order to protect yourself, even if it's as simple as installing UFW, or if you're really a nerd using IP tables, I mean, if you want to use whatever <laughs> you want to do. Um, and, and I was looking at you there, TFL, uh, <laughs> 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 um, whatever you want to do, just as long as you take those steps to protect yourself, that that's, it, it's like we're wearing a seatbelt, you know, it, it, you don't expect to get in a crash. You don't expect for somebody to T-bone you, but wearing a seatbelt can save your life. It's like giving a COVID vaccine, you know, yes, who cares? It's become political and all that nonsense, but you're not, you're not doing this because Biden told you so. You're not doing this because Trump told you so. You're not doing well, this because I, I love that argument. Like, like I'm going to get a vaccine because of some political reason. Like, I, I love how like this has totally changed. Like, right. dude, if you're if you're anti, like if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Like, it's the same thing with the firewall. Like, if you don't want right. to get protected, that's fine. But no, the, the, the whole point of this end. conversation is not that you need to do it, but that it's so simple and can save you through so many different things, you should just go ahead and do it. Right. It's it's fine if you don't. It's okay. As long as you know that at the end of the day, you're vulnerable to certain things, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you know, whatever the, the point I was making was that, you know, you don't do this because of other people. Like you don't do this because I told you so, or Tyler told you so you don't do this because it's the right thing to do. You do this because you'd want to protect yourself. And that's the bottom line. It's, it's, it's it's any of these things that are are meant to protect you, uh, and people have somehow made it you know co- you know complicated. At the end of the day, it, it's really very simple. Take as much take as many steps steps as you can to protect you on the internet. Make sure you're you know and you even if it's just something as simple as being aware and using a firewall and using virus software if you're on Windows. Those three things. You're probably good. Those are the minimum things you should do. And then if you become more nerdy, you can add things like using a VPN and all this stuff. You can dive down the rabbit hole as much as you want to. Uh, but you take those minimum steps, which everybody should take, and mm-hmm. you'll be happier and you'll be safer, even if they just run in the background and you never think about them. No. Okay. <laughs> so, allow, allow root login always. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, so just a story on that. On the Arch Linux GUI, which I used to install Arch Linux this time, if you delete SDDM, the, the display manager, and then you reboot your computer, it logs you into root automatically. Like, automatic login. Epic. Like, what? Like, no, <laughs> that's not the way it's supposed to work, man. Just don't do that. I, now, I don't know if that's the same case if if it's just on Vanilla Arch Linux, if that's a Vanilla Arch Linux thing. Like, if you're on Vanilla Arch Linux, you installed it the traditional Vanilla Arch Linux way, 
and then you install SDDM or LightDM or whatever, and then you uninstall it. If you then you log back in, if it takes you to a TTY where you are logged into root automatically, I don't that I don't know if that's the case. But on this instance of Arch Linux, we're, we're using the Arch Linux GUI. If you uninstall SDDM, which is what comes by default on the Plasma version at least, and then log back in or reboot and go back, it takes you to a TTY where you're automatically logged in as root. That's now, this is what we call um, not a problem, kids. This is 100% fine. This is one of those nifty features that Microsoft <laughs> would add into their OS. It is. A, it's, a, it's a feature. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It, it, it's not a security flaw where, for whatever reason, they've clicked. They've enabled automatic login. Uh, that's definitely not, not a bug. Not a bug. All right. Feature. So every week, so we moved on to the from the main topic. Every week, Tyler and I rack our brains for things that we are interested in using and sharing with the community. And then I bump my mic. Um, the Don't head, worry, I'll do it too. Here these headphones are bigger, so they're also ha- they also have uh, metal on the outside, so the, you're gonna hear clangs all the time every time I hit the microphone. But anyways, so uh, the thingy of the week is what we've called it, for lack of a better name, the thingy of the week. So Tyler, it's still pretty accurate. It's what we've adopted. Tyler, your thingy of the week. Mine is pretty easy because uh, obviously. I don't prepare for stuff like I should, so this is on the fly. Jitsi, because it's awesome, and we replace Discord. So let's go. Uh, can we like talk for just a few about uh, how nice it is and how we won't be going back to Discord? Yeah, Jitsi is. So when we when Tyler first joined the podcast, we did our usual due diligence and we tried everything like we tried discord we tried telegram we tried element we tried uh jitsi and the one we settled on was discord because of the way it did grid mode and that's that's the reason why we tr- we tried it because at the point at the point we, when that happened jitsi apparently didn't have grid mode or there was some reason why we didn't choose it so we, we settled on Discord, and um, we kind of lulled ourselves into a sense of this is as good as it's going to get, right? It's it, it's one of those things where you know, it wasn't great, but it really felt like our only option. Yeah. Uh, but then I got a new camera, and you got a new camera, and for whatever mm. reason, Discord does not like the Logitech Brio. Like, we have the same camera. No, no it does not. It just it really does, it, it does not like it. And it, every, like, you can't even say, like, every five seconds, it's, there's, it's not that... Uh-uh. Schedule. It's, 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 it's completely, completely random. random. Sometimes it'll completely. Be, go ten minutes without saying a green flash. Other times it'll do it like five or six times right in a row. It's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing. And anybody who's watched the podcast in the last few weeks since I got this camera will have seen this yeah. uh, on my feed. Where you and, and hopefully in one of the podcasts, I believe it was in one of the podcasts, but one of the flashes was egregious like it you didn't have a flash for like three or four minutes and then it flashed and it was solid green for like i counted like five seconds yeah and was, then it came back it was bad and like everybody talked about this and like in the comments like what is this annoying green flashing like yes i know it's discord the, the thing is discord so we decided that there's no way to fix it. Like there, there is a, a VF V4L loopback or something like that uh, that would have solved the problem, but it's complicated AF. Like it was yeah. not an easy solution. 
And uh, even that one is supposedly. I had heard supposedly yeah. Plus, fixes it. I distro hop way too often to have to set up something that complicated every single time I want to do a podcast. So uh, what we decided to do is we'd find something different. So last night, Tyler called, you know, rang up and said, hey, Matt, let's go through and try to find a, uh, an alternative. So we did. We spent a good two hours. We tried Telegram, we tried Element, and we tried Jitsi. Uh, the... Telegram was just not an option. The yeah. the the quality there was oh god, it was so bad. It was just yeah. it was so bad. Like like it and was then, like and then your through. camera would be tiny. Like my camera, your camera, whoever's like actually like you're sending the video. Your feed is like this big. Yeah, it's like maybe twenty pixels in the bottom right, right hand corner. And you know that while they did for the bigger picture, the person on the other end. So you can see them. All they did was to take that little one and they blew it up. They didn't know. Yeah. Like you can see pixels on his nose. Like you, the, the pixels were the like an inch wide. It was that bad. So then we t- tried Element and the quality there in Element was actually really good. But they don't have grid mode. Like no, nope. like they refused no to implement mode. grid mode. And we had to have grid mode because we had to be side by side. Yeah, but we have to take a second here. Thank. Christ, they removed the dialer. Yeah, the dialer is gone. <laughs> Finally, that that thing caused so many what the f's and like, what is it even used for? Is this thing black magic? Like, what is it? Because because it did. I'm pretty sure nothing. Though. Exactly, like, it did like, nothing. <laughs> I half wanted to call 911 through it just to see if it actually like if that's its function. Like that's the only thing it can do. Like if you're having a call with somebody and you need emergency services, like you have a dialer for it. Like I don't, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, yeah, but it's gone. I think it, that is gone. But yeah, they don't have grid grid mode, so we can't do the side by side now. I know that some there's like a technology called NDI or something like that that some applications have and I'll look into that and see if we can try that because I think Jitsi supports that as well and that's where um uh like OBS would be able to take the actual feeds of each of our videos and oh. use them as actual like inputs so you wouldn't have oh. to I wouldn't have to like screen capture the video which is what I have to do now but anyways the next thing we tried was Jitsi and um man is it so good. Like it's so good. Even last night, like last night, the quality wasn't all that great. Um, on your end, like you, you we could, it was fuzzy. But the, it's way better today. Like it was three three sixty p last night. Like today, seven twenty p is, and that's fine. Uh, cause I'm gonna, it's smaller anyways. The, the, it, it, but it's it's so good. Like the the latency, not a problem. Uh, lots of settings and stuff like that. Like we can change the background if you wanted to change the background and stuff. It gets really, really like good. They have, they have more backgrounds and blur effects and stuff than discord does. Like what? Huh? Like, and the fact that I was considering paying nitro for the privilege of getting more of those shitty backgrounds. And I didn't shit, even know and... discord had backgrounds to be honest with you. Uh, well, I was considering it... paying discord to be able to do 1080 P. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they recently added that into Linux. It was in windows for a hot minute. And then all of a sudden they're like, I guess we'll push it out to the Linux people. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Jitsi, Turns out freaking amazing, really really good. Um, we're we're gonna spend the next week trying to figure out how to self-host it because apparently w- with a self-host you can change the quality up to 1080p. And if we can do 1080p video cameras, like like actual use 1080p on a video camera on a on a webcam, like 
it's gonna be like awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. so good. Um, the I video don't quality might actually impress. Yeah, like people that actually want to watch the podcast instead of saying, <laughs> "Well, you want to, we're here for the jokes." The the video quality is just meh. All right, yeah. <laughs> they just load up the video and they just they just listen to it like it's a podcast on Spotify. My, I don't think most attention. most people probably do that anyways, but that's okay. And that's okay. There is, by the way, there is, for those of you who just are subscribed on YouTube and you want to watch or you don't want to watch this whole like hour long thing, there is an audio version of the show. Uh, linuxcast.org there's links to our anchor page where you can find uh, more links to the places where we have syndicated the podcast so it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify uh, it's on like Pocket Cast and all those things, it's on like 10 different uh, platforms, you can go there you can also find an RSS feed if you want to use your own podcatcher, so if you're using something like uh, the, 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 the TUI pod thing that I don't remember the name of, uh, you can enter the URL there there's a, there's a open source rss feed that you can use and get all the audio stuff there as well so that's the linuxcast.org in order to get those links and stuff so um my thingy of the week is called link shortener now i don't know if this is open source or not i don't i don't really care at this point um but i found myself more and more sharing links to stuff like in video descriptions and if you put like a video uh, a link in your video description that is like a random link like it's like, like it's, it's 10 miles long and has random you know like stuff in it it looks nasty right it's like it looks really bad so i i needed a link shortener i just used to use bitly all the time uh and then i have to go to a website paste in the url get the new url then go back to the what the site i was on paste it there it's a pain in the ass but there's a extension called link shortener it's in firefox it is in chrome it's in edge and all that stuff i think they're all called the same um and uh tyler's distracting me now with backgrounds <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, link shortener. It's just, it just sits up in your bar. You click it. It gives you a shortener link for the link that you, of the the tab that you're on. So that's really cool, um, and it's uh, definitely very useful. I like I use it all the time now. So that's my thingy of the week. So wow. That by the way, we recorded for an hour and twenty minutes. We've been uh -huh. uh, uh, live for an hour and 47 minutes <laughs> and we were going before that for over an hour so we've been going for almost three hours now and i am so sick of looking at your face i'm just saying this right now. i know i know <laughs> but, like, like i i loved you at the beginning but now i'm sorry man it's over <laughs> see I, I see i'm still fine with you but man i have i've been having to look at my own webcam and i'm like damn like i hate myself now so much it's just it's not good like <laughs> no man I'm just, I, i'm just joking um <laughs> so that is it for uh this week's uh podcast coming up next week i don't even know uh what we're gonna yeah i need to do some episodes uh, i need to fill yeah, some tyler stuff needs in. to come up with a topic so it's because it's his turn we alternate topics by the way i don't know if anybody actually know this but we go through and uh we alternate topics so i do one he does one we go back and forth or that, at the very least we try to we, we try to but mm -hmm. tyler's a slacker yeah exactly yeah. and i'm also slacker but you know. I'm more so. He, he's you a bigger. He, he's just more talented when it comes to slacking. What can I say? You're 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 a very good and talented Thank slacker, you, Tyler. We're, it's a lot. We're very, most people don't most people don't acknowledge it, and it's and it's upsetting. Very Thank impressed. You. you should get a t-shirt. Uh, heads <laughs> head slacker on a t-shirt. <laughs> Chief slacker, the master master slacker. Uh, Chief slacker. I like that one. <laughs> Anyways, so that I have no clue what we're doing next week. We record this live every Thursday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, unless something else has come up and we have to cancel or postpone or whatever. 
you can also find, uh, usually I announce that kind of stuff on my community page on the YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash linuxcast if you haven't subscribed. Uh, before I go, I'd like to take one thing my current patrons. Sid A, Devon, Patrick L, Fred, Meglin, Jack, Sam, Tool, Steve A, Sabri, Lennox, Garrick, Samuel, Mitchell, R. Center, Carbidated, Jamie, Sean, Owen, Martin, e, Andy, Merrick, Camp, Joshua, Lee, J-Dog, Peter A, Crucible, Dark, Venice, Six, Vlad A, and Primus. Whew. Um, by the way, when I record a video, it takes me 10 takes to record all those names. Because I always mix up on Jack's Knife and Tool. I just stutter through it, so I always have to start over. For whatever reason, when we're live, I can do it in one shot. It's so weird. Yeah. Let me um, just go ahead and thank my patrons for only being like eight of y'all, so it's real easy. Yeah, Tyler does have a Patreon page. I don't know what the URL is because he... Hey, it, don't, it, don't it, chill it, man. I'm completely fine. I, hey, look, it, I got eight people, like maybe nine, who are like super supportive, awesome people, and it's really easy to remember all their names and say them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We all want to be like DT. DT. DT shows those the his Patreon page at the end. He's got like four pages long, and he makes yeah. like two thousand dollars a month or whatever. We all want to be like DT, but I I couldn't read out all those. We things. all don't want to have to say stuff like because you start off saying your patrons like, and then and then you're like, oh now I see why bigger YouTubers have just a page and they don't even attempt to say so, five. Of them. See the thing is 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 DT still does say the names of the top tier patrons, and he, mm-hmm. I I would like to ask him how many times he has to redo that at the end because he says them really fast. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know how many times he has to does that do that take because I bet you if if he's anything like me, uh, I bet you it takes him a couple times because <laughs> he's. Oh, the- I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I genuinely don't think people understand how upsetting it can be to like record a lot through a video, get a lot of a video done, and then spend like six takes on like a thirty-second portion of your video because you can't say shit yeah. properly. The hardest part of my video, every single video, is saying the names at the end. And, and it's not that I'm. <laughs> I feel ungrateful for saying that because these people give me money. Uh, yeah. But I'm just saying that sometimes it's hard. Saying the names is hard because I try to go to my biggest problem is I try to go through them fast, right? I try to make them fast. Um, I should if I went through them and said, you know, just did them slow, I would do it all in one take. But I do go through them too fast. So, anyways, well, let's be honest. The aggravating part is the fact that it is so easy. You just have to say these names, and you're thankful because these people support you, and you're like, this should be easy, but it's not. <laughs> Ghost like said, I should sing them. Okay. I would lose all of my subscribers if I started singing. <laughs> like, every single person would run for the freaking hills. <laughs> I, I'd ironically create another account and subscribe just for that. <laughs> it's so... I can't... I can draw better than I can sing, and I can't draw. So. <laughs> Same. Also, I keep bringing up the, 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 the thing. I, I've really got to not put the mouse over the dizzy call. Anyways, I, I forgot that many times. Because I'm just here playing around with my mouse and wee! It's like a fidget spinner. Anyways, <laughs> that is it for this show. We'll see you guys next week. Boy.